0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Crazy Face Uno podcast where everyone has a story and everyone's story matters. What's your story? If you like to help us support the show, go visit crazyfaceuno.com today. There you can purchase items from the online store and donate. Hey, if it sounds a little different, there's a reason for that go check us out. We are uploading the video of this podcast on YouTube. So if you're interested in watching this podcast, go visit Crazy Face Uno on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is my honor and privilege to introduce our guest today. Please welcome Tony Wiltzi. What's up, Tony?
1: What's up, man? There needs to be a a clap track right there.
0: I know there needs to be a lot of things. The sound's not there, the music. Uh, I didn't even introduce myself as the host, as the get, you know, and you're the guest. So, hey, we'll work it out in the future. We're just troubleshooting and figuring things out. I'm really fun. I'm really excited to to like have this um, revised platform. you know, we did this back when I was in Minnesota before my wife and I moved. Um, I don't know if you remember some of the videos that I was doing on YouTube and just recording the podcast as we, as we recorded, but um, I've learned of this. I've been working on it over the last couple of weeks. I'm not very good at, you know, uh, graphic design stuff. So uh, it's been a, a bit of a challenge and something I'm, I'm learning as I go, but I'm excited to kind of roll this out. It's my first one. You know, you're one of my best friends, man. So who better to, to roll it out with than somebody I trust and can uh, goof around and shoot the shit with and uh figure it out so thanks for on the show man appreciate it Hey,
1: thanks so much for having me and uh i'm here to party so whoo hopefully
0: that helps cheers to that huh (laughs) it is uh we're actually doing this one um it is monday evening monday night and uh so if you're listening we just did this last night if uh if you're listening to this on tuesday um Otherwise, hey, we're we're gonna have a good time, man. We're gonna figure this out as we go, dude. You've been on the show what two times now? This is the third. Yep, that's really yeah, we,
1: cool. We did uh, when we all got together in South Bend, the Calvert, oh, yeah. uh, the Bethel Boys series. I think that was, was that the, the first, first one? one. That was the first one, yeah. In Ty's basement, and then the second one.
0: I mean, yeah, we, we did, did, it. did a call. Yeah. You, you called me. It was when I first moved to Florida. It was last fall. And man, I know it won't be the last time too. We've, we've got some, some fun ones that we've talked about, you know, um, so I'm going to tease it a little bit here, but you and, and, uh, our other best friend, the, the trio here, uh, Sammy, Sammy P, we got to get him on the show sometime and have you guys, uh, Yeah, have you guys just talked about your bike trip that you guys took back in college? That's, Man, I I love hearing those stories. They never get old. They're always fun to hear. And I'm really jealous that I never went on that trip with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I actually went on the first bike ride, my first bike ride of the season today. Oh,
0: nice. Nice. Uh, And it
1: felt like so amazing. I just felt alive. And just stuff like that, it makes me want to live,
0: you know. Sure. Do you do you still have the same bike or is it a different bike
1: I have the same bike and I have like most of the same stuff so actually awesome. uh, at the end of last season my light like as I was riding it just broke and fell in the street and for some reason I kept it on the bike and so today I like undid it and gave it to my wife and I was like say goodbye you know it's it's bit that, that thing is like 12 13 years old.
0: Yeah, crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, shoot, you've gotten your money's worth out of that one, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, dude, I was just thinking, uh, did oh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs>
1: probably um, a lot of things.
0: Man, the brain never stops, does it? Uh, how many miles did you go, or how far did you go today?
1: Um, I don't know mileage, but I like. I basically set a timer on my phone for 15 minutes. And, uh, cause my wife, Maria is my wife. Um, and she, uh, basically we, we came up with a thing that, uh, like a couple days a week, when she gets done with work, um, she'll watch the kids, she'll take care of the kids and I'll go do something like outside, get out, uh, by myself. And then, uh, a couple other days a week she'll do the same she does zumba nice. and um so yeah i'm planning on biking walking running maybe play guitar or something like that just something to you know refresh myself so
0: for sure for sure yeah uh let's talk about let's remind the listeners about who you are one thing I've been doing with uh, some of my guests that I don't really know uh, that are, that are new to me as well, that aren't necessarily friends of mine. Um, And I think it could be a cool little quote exercise. If you, if you're listening audio wise, I'm, I'm using the quote air quotes in my fingers here, but uh, is what are three things that you would want our listeners, people to know about you?
1: I never like the the list, the number list, unless you give me like uh, two hours to think about three things that that the list that I would like the listeners to know about me. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh God! Well, I mean, for, for Sorry, these per-
0: through this side sideball uh, side, I don't know, curveball. There we go. That's the one I'm looking for. Curveball thrown at you. For
1: these purposes, I mean, um, the first thing is uh, you and I met in college. We went to Bethel College. Now it's Bethel University. We were like Mm -hmm. two doors down, I think, in the dorms freshman year. I was trying (laughs) to think. Yeah, I I was trying to think today. Like, I
0: think it was if I remembered. It's okay.
1: Oh, it was three doors down. Okay.
0: Like, I think maybe it was two.
1: Like the hit band.
0: Because there was there was uh, Alex Kiefer's room,
1: and then someone else's.
0: Yeah, someone else's. Um, <laughs> a couple quieter guys, <laughs> and then you guys were in the corner, and the, you had three loud. roommates. Yeah, the loud ones.
1: Ooh. yeah. I was trying to think today if I remember the first time like I actually met you, and I I mm. didn't remember. Do you?
0: Yeah. Um I. Like Sam and I had been there early, right? Because we were there, we had been there already like a week, so we were pretty settled in oh, and felt pretty right. good about things. Cause we were there for soccer and preseason stuff.
1: You guys but, were like uh, smelling and smelling yeah, bad, and, you know, starting
0: uh. We about lost the video.
1: St- starting some diseases in there like related to like moisture, like.
0: Probably, to be honest probably something that was happening
1: bacteria it wouldn't have been yeah. good for a uh, coronavirus
0: uh, yeah. these days. No. <laughs> uh, uh if you're watching on and listening probably you probably heard it i i almost i've got the camera kind of like propped up on this box but the box is a little too small for my little tripod deal man guys we got some work to do on this uh, video podcasting, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Just be patient with us. It's going to be a cool little feature. I'm I'm pretty excited about. But uh, <laughs> I uh, apologize for any of inconvenience, noises, and weird shots of my ceiling you just saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, as far as like remembering when you came into. Bethel. I remember Derek and you both. I think you guys came about the same time, didn't you? Well, good old D Rock.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I run with Derek Griffey and Jake roboska And
0: Man, we were I saw a picture of him recently. Jake.
1: Oh cool. Yeah.
0: He's looking yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he I mean I've we haven't really talked in a long time. I mean, probably yeah. mostly since college or maybe a couple times in between. But um sure. yeah, he was I guess I don't know him presently, but I mean, he, he, he was, uh, he was like, he's passed away. He is currently living to my knowledge, but, um, he was, he was an awesome guy. <laughs> um, yeah. a really like very, very talented guy musically. He plays, yeah. he played, plays so many instruments, uh, and the bass definitely was his, his specialty, so.
0: You think when they were putting you guys together, they were like, oh, they're all musicians. Maybe they will be, like, a band.
1: Uh, That would be cool, but actually, uh, we chose to be together because we knew each oh, other. Yeah. Uh, we, like, Derek and I were in a band together in high school. We didn't go to the same high school, but we were all part of the same uh, church youth group. Yeah. And, uh so, yeah, I think actually we all played in that band, that youth group band. Um, mm, at least all of us that, at some uh, point. Yeah, it was River uh, Valley.
0: River Valley, yeah. Yeah, River Valley Church. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, dude, yeah. you you mentioned that um, you have a wife, Maria. I Maria. do. Maria, and Maria. You also have two... Gorgeous, fun, funny, cute, adorable little girls. Alicia and Esperanza.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boom. Yeah, uh,
1: Sunday, Sunday, Saturday was Mother's Day <laughs>
0: this, Sunday
1: <laughs> this past weekend, yesterday. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I... I, like, hardly ever post anything on Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, some people will post, like, like it's, like, written. Like, it's, like, a personal note written to their, like, partner and say, like,
0: yeah.
1: Maria Wiltzi, you are the best mom to our two kids yeah. or whatever. But, obviously, it's not totally for that person. It's, like, at least how 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 I understand it is, like. Anyways, I felt that on Sunday. I was like, I want to post something or I want to like share to like a group or something. Be yeah. like, my wife is a kick-ass mom and she's an yeah. amazing wife, an amazing woman. And I, I, I did not do it. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I told her and, you know, things yeah. like that. But I, I guess I understand why people do that. Uh, It totally makes sense because I was like wanting to do it. I was like, oh, I'm going to get on on Facebook and go at it.
0: Well, I think you're right. I mean, I think there is an element that's like, it's not just for the other person because if it was just for the other person, you'd just write them a letter, right? But I think there's something about putting yourself out there and saying, like, it's like proclaiming your love for someone, you know? And And that's what I
1: wanted to do on Sunday.
0: Hell but I did yeah. not.
1: Oh. I did not.
0: <laughs> hey, if I was
1: on, if I was on Twitter, Instagram, I probably
0: you would've been them all up. You'd have been tweeting that all day. Long.
1: TikTok, uh, Jip Jop, Flip Flop.
0: <laughs> What's your hat, dude?
1: um venice beach california i i actually got it here in indiana at a kohl's like for like two bucks but i love venice beach venice beach is one of my favorite beaches in california i think that and santa monica
0: yeah it's cool i like it it looks like an la area it's got this reason like just from where it was until i saw it up close but it kind of looked like a a like version of have you seen the invisible children like old t-shirts it was like hands like together uh Mm -hmm. our liberties bound together so it looked like that with like different colors oh that's cool but then when you get closer it's like not not really anywhere close to that but
1: well at uh, least it gave you gave you some good feelings
0: it did give me some good feelings and i love that saying dude i've actually man well we can we can we can go into this direction we haven't finished your three things by the way which i'm so classic. glad
1: yeah I, I have it right here well i don't have the three things but i have it right here that i'm like oh sweet he's not gonna go back to it i'm so glad i
0: haven't forgotten dude i haven't forgotten
1: i even uh, like i i like thought oh i could like jot down a note or something but i'm like i don't know, I don't know. i'll just come up with something
0: no i just really love the saying our liberties bound together uh, I really like that logo. I like that whole concept, and I know several people from the invisible children community have gotten tattoos of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty cool like tattoo idea. Like the the design is, it's awesome. It's it's really cool. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. I really like that saying, like our liberties bound together. But yeah.
1: did they do that while you were there? Like, did that? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. It's a uh, image. Yeah, it was one. I think it was maybe for one of my tours that I was actually on, but um, yeah, it was just the idea that, like, you know, the conflict that we were trying to, you know, make an effort to to solve and eradicate the LRA, the Large Resistance Army, which was abducting children and women, um, killing people, and still are, uh, by the way. So if you're listening and you're like, man, this guy talks about his children too much. Well, mm-hmm. tough luck. Go go listen somewhere else because it's probably going to be a common theme. But uh, yeah, I mean, our liberties bound together. And, and the whole concept was, I think when they merged, it was the first tour that we did that was pretty much completely centered around the conflict not being in Uganda, it was kind of like out, you know, it's in central, um, like central African Republic, the DRC, uh, you know, Sudan, all those different places. And, and so we had even some people on tour that weren't necessarily, um, you know, they were advocating the Ugandans were then advocating for, um, you know, their African brothers and sisters and, mm. uh, in, in different parts of, of, you know, the country or the the continent. So it was, it was cool, you know, and the concept it's like, doesn't matter where you are. It's like our Liberty is bound together. Like Mm. Liberty in the world is bound together between it's, it's all of us. It's a, it's that joining of two, you know, and it had a picture of two hands that were together. And uh, I like that. I think that's really cool.
1: It reminds me of that quote by Martin Luther King Jr. That's something like, uh, like,
0: uh, injustice
1: anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere.
0: Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. It does it's similar to that. Right. I mean, in some ways, yeah. it's like, that. What I feel like our liberties bound together is more like a positive side of that same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like the same thing, but it's like <laughs> the positive version of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I, uh, I think about I think about invisible children probably more often than I like like to admit sometimes. Mm. Um, every day? I don't know. Every week. Probably every day, just I mean, it the depth of what I think about is probably in question, but I mean I I mean, I'm super good, super close with a lot of the people from Invisible Children. And, you know, I have a lot of guests that come on from Invisible Children. And I'm constantly thinking of inviting guests that have came from that, you know, world or that's how I met them. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: but, yeah, I mean, we just got, I mean, we get updates still, you know, as former staff. We still, it's it's all like former alumni. So, it's like an mm-hmm. alumni update. And it's just internal and it's just people that are formerly work for invisible children and we get these emails sometimes and you know it's really cool it 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 really makes us at least makes me feel like i'm still connected you know um that's cool sometimes we get information that's like hey like we're giving this please don't share this anywhere this is private information Mm -hmm. you know like we're going to post this once we posted it like feel free to go but um which is how things operated back when i worked there too is you know, we still did all the same things. We updated the alumni, we updated people. There's Facebook groups with, you know, that we share things and are constantly connecting with with one another. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's, it's cool. It's, there's a, it's just this community of people, you know, it's like college. Imagine, you know, we're still friends from college. We're still friends with a lot of people from college. I think, you know, we're still in connection with them. And I don't know, it's a similar experience that it's this, group of like-minded people that Mm -hmm. have a common goal with you know we had so many different viewpoints of like life but we had one common goal and we worked together to do that I think that's really cool
1: hey I know you put on the note sheet talk about the book sapiens I just keep thinking about that book as we as we speak for so many of these different things
0: yeah yeah talk about it man
1: uh you, yeah. you recently
0: read it, right? Like when do you just finished it or have you finished
1: it yet? Somewhat somewhat recently finished it. Yeah, sometime in yeah. the last in the last few weeks, I think. Uh it was is a pretty heavy book. I mean, it, it's called yeah, uh, it I believe it's called Sapiens: A Brief History of Humankind, something like that. Um and uh yeah, I'm trying God, I, I lost the thought that I was I was going to say about what you were saying. Um, Invisible children. Hmm. Well, I kind of yeah, I, I, I kind of lost it. Out. I kind of lost. Fine. I'm gonna
0: it. look Ooh, up that Jamie. I'm look up that Sapiens book. Yeah, I've, I've got some cool little. Uh, you know, if you're if you're listening audio wise, I'm I'm looking up uh, the book. Brief history sapiens. of humankind. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good book. Um, you can see it if you're on YouTube. You can see the image of kind of know it's Yeah, *Sapiens: A Brief History of Humankind* by say his name, Tony.
1: Yuval Noah Harari. Harari. I I believe he is Israeli, and he originally wrote the book. I think in 2011 in uh, Hebrew, and then since then. It's been translated in like 20 some different languages, I think. And I believe I read that he, I think he had maybe one other person help him, but he was the one who translated it from Hebrew to English, which is very, very fascinating and like very difficult, you know. uh, To my knowledge, that typically does not usually happen. Like the author translates the book himself so
0: yeah that's cool and i really like i don't know if he does it i know rogan talks about this all the time but he's like i really like it you know i don't like it when the authors don't read their own book and i'm the same way because it's different like you get more inflection and you get more meaning from it when the author reads it i don't know i don't think he does but um i do like that i'm gonna i'm gonna read the summary if i can find it Oh,
1: yeah, he sounds like a really interesting dude. Um,
0: That's uh, a long summary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a long book, man.
0: Yeah, true. It was intense,
1: but I was into it.
0: So if you're watching, the reason I'm leaning over here is my computer's down over here. So that's why. If you're listening, it doesn't really affect you. But um, all right, so... From a renowned historian comes a groundbreaking narrative of humanity's creation and evolution, a number one international bestseller that explores the ways in which biology and history have defined us and enhanced our understanding of what it means to be humans. 100,000 years ago, at least six different species of humans inhabited Earth, yet today there is only one homo sapiens, which happens what happened to the others and what may have happened to us. Most books about history of humanity pursue either a historic or a biological approach, but Dr. Yuval Noah Harari breaks the mold with this highly original book that begins about 70,000 years ago with the appearance of a modern cognition From examining the role evolving humans have played in the global ecosystem to charting the rise of empires, Sapiens integrates history and science to reconsider accepted narratives, connect past developments with contemporary concerns, and examine specific events with the context of larger ideas. Dr. Harari also compels us to look ahead because over the last few decades, humans have begun to bend laws of natural selection that have governed life for over the, for the past 4 billion years. We are acquiring the ability to design not only the world around us, but also ourselves. Where, where is this trending us and what do we want to become? Featuring 27 photographs, six maps, and 25 uh, illustrations. Oh and we'll yeah! And we'll stop there. <laughs> I won't. I won't butcher that. That makes summary. me want to read it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't butcher sure. that summary anymore. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's a really good book. I've, I've listened to it on Audible. Um, I. It's one of those books, like you were talking about. It's it's super in depth. It's uh, uh it's very deep. It's very detailed and man, if I'm not like physically reading a book like that, it's, it's sometimes really hard for me to like, um, I don't know, just hold on to the information and like, like not lose it. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, there's definitely some things that I remember from it, but you know, it's, it's a lot, it's like more recollection when, if, if someone was to talk about it, but yeah, it's really cool. I know that, it definitely, you know, even in the summary, it's kind of like the sociology of like life of like our humankind, you know? It's yeah, like I how, like how he
1: he mixes like biology, like I said, biology and yeah. uh history, right? Which Yeah. Yeah, is like sociology is in there. But I like yeah. how it had the by bi, the biological part. Yeah, um, and
0: how it just talks about how like the things I really appreciated were it's how it connected people between like today and how, like, let's do relationships and how like the relationship of today of like couples, you know, married life today. And then how that evolved over time to kind of be, you know, like that kind of thing, how, um, you know, like this is how things started back in whatever BC, you know, and then, this is the way it's kind of evolved over time. And I I really appreciated that viewpoint, I guess. And and that like take and and understanding some of those things and you can kind of start to see trends. And I think that's kind of what he's talking about in the like looking to the future type idea. Yeah.
1: And there's, there's, Oh man, there's just so many things (laughs) because for me, it's a big
0: book. I mean, it's it's for me. Yeah.
1: And for me, it's, it's helped me. In general, but specifically right now, everything going on with coronavirus, Mm. the global pandemic, um, it has actually given me, I think it's actually given me, like, reassurance Mm. in the sense that, like, based on history, like, this is nothing new. Like, sure, these these things have been happening... it doesn't diminish what's happening and the people who are dying and people who are, and so many people losing their jobs and, you know.
0: Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, it doesn't take away that it's a terrible situation and terrible time for the world.
1: Right. But, but for me, it's been helpful to be like, okay, this actually things like this actually uh, have always happened throughout history and people, I mean, people throughout history, based on what he said, you know, like it would just happen, like the the plague uh, in the medieval times. Like, I mean, people would stay in their homes, and I mean, people would die, and people would get sick, and um,
0: so can you imagine some of that? I mean, gosh, man, like. We we've lost a lot of people in the world to the coronavirus, you know, what, it, what it, it's like a lot like 80,000 or something like that that's been like documented or whatever, something like that. It's, it's an absurd number. And yet there are times in the history of humanity that we lost more people than that. I mean, yeah. wasn't the like Spanish flu, like million, like something like that? And like some of the other play, like the different things you know that have gone on, and and that's just what we know. Like we don't even know. Like, yeah. And then there's people like Genghis Khan, and like he, I've heard I, I don't know this for sure. This is a hearsay from another podcast, also known as the Joe Rogan podcast. But uh, <laughs> he talks about it when he was talking with Dan Carlin, who has done a whole like series on Genghis Khan. But like they changed the like carbon footprint of the world because of the amount of people that Genghis Khan like killed like that's insane man that's crazy yeah
1: well that's what I was thinking about too how only up until somewhat modern history have we been so connected globally like way you know I mean, that's just a very small snippet of history where we've been so globally connected. That's what he got into through the book of mm-hmm. how, you know, different bands or tribes of people way, way, way back in the day, um, you know, there were homo sapiens and there are different other type of, uh, I forget all the different, you know, type of yeah. uh, homo. It, brings it down, yeah. Homo erectus and Homo. Yeah. I, don't, I forget. But, uh, you know, and so they, they would be in, in these very small communities. And I mean, most people would only see a certain amount of space, very, very small space in their whole entire life and really not communicate with anyone else outside sure. of that. And so. And as time went on, through all these different things like uh, colonialism, like imperialism, uh, you know, trade, and a, a bunch yeah. of different things, uh, the world just became more and more connected. But it just it just blows my mind to, for a number of different things, to think, wow, what is what is what is our lives like? What mm-hmm. we know. Uh, So many of the things, like, it has only been like that for, like, a teeny tiny blip of history. And before that, like, things were totally different.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is it is kind of crazy to think about, you know, that aspect of things for sure. Dude, you should check out, there's another book. uh, uh, Maybe it's just called Tribe. Tribe by Sebastian Unger it's a shorter one but it's talking about like tribal like the tribal mentality of Mm -hmm. like humanity um it's another good one it's a short little read you know i think like audio wise it's like five or six hours Mm -hmm. compared to compared to sapiens which is like 18 to 20 or something like that so when you put that in context it's like a little bit different
1: well that's what i was thinking about too how you know like we we came to know about what was going on in Uganda uh, in sure. the DRC and uh, how like he talks about in sapiens, like related to tribes. Um, I probably have it somewhere written right here, but it, it was something like um it, as far as like in, in nature, biologically speaking, like oh. there are very few or like no species that like, basically you know care about their whole species as a whole if that makes sense it's like Mm. in like uh human tribes yeah uh yeah and homo sapiens included or at least used to be um and so i guess that kind of made me feel a little bit better because i was like man like if i don't really care about someone who lives like on the other side of the world i mean Maybe I should like look at myself and whatnot, but the other part of me is like, well, I guess it's been like that for like millions kind of, of like thousands and thousands of years. So Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting.
0: But uh, he said how, I, I had a conversation, It's kind of switching gears though. So go on, why don't you finish don't you finish what you're saying?
1: Well uh he just said how I, I think he know he, he cited a few examples maybe yeah uh how like ba- basically it was like majority if not all species like i mean for the most part just like you know care about their their small community yeah. or whatever um like a uh, chimpanzee is not going to like you know go out his way to save typically like another chimpanzee that's from a different tribe you know yeah
0: yeah. 100 miles
1: away or whatever
0: interesting right i mean yeah it's pretty interesting
1: so up until somewhat modern history is when it started we started turning to this like global like human which is part of like humanism um you know like like we're hey we're all of equal value we're all on the same page we're all in this together you know that type of deal Which I'm for, and I, I like that. But at the same time, you know, obviously part of me is like, okay, I don't care about that person because I don't know them at all, and (laughs) they live, you know, thousand miles away. So,
0: yeah, it's it's really interesting. This is where I was going with this is that I had a conversation on the podcast with uh, Maria Crawford. Uh, So if you're listening and you haven't checked out that podcast, go check it out. It's, it's really good. She's a, she's a fantastic gal and um, we got to chat, but she's actually in her graduate program for counseling. And uh, one of the things that I don't know how it came up, but we were talking about empathy and I feel like it ties in with like what we're saying here of does I ask the question is empathy innate? Like, is it, is it something we're born with? And she she had an interesting perspective, you know? And, and I have, I think it, I think it is um, to varying degrees, but I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting thing. Like I, I do think it's innate. I think it's something that we're all born with to a certain extent maybe. And then it's something she was kind of thinking it was, or saying that it was a little bit more like a, a learned behavior. And I think that there's an element of both, right? but I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: I can totally see it with my daughter Esperanza. So she's uh, she'll be two in September and she is so empathetic. Like Mm -hmm. um, actually today I was uh, like in our laundry room and I was getting my bike out of there and I, I went up and I nailed my head on the top of the, the dryer door and it like, I like, it like knocked me down. I like fell down <laughs> on the ground. And I was like, ah! and I, I probably was swearing and, um, and she came in, she like came around the corner and she was like, Oh no. She's like, Oh, ah! <laughs> I was like, ah! Oh, she's uh, like scared probably. And like, yeah, like, but yeah. she, she does that all the time. I mean, our Alicia is, uh, six months. She'll be six months this month. And, mm. uh, you know, she just starts crying, and Esperanza will start going, you know, like, "Oh no!" Like, she calls her "new new" or "bebe." She's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Oh, and even, even in the, I mean, part of it may not be empathy; it may just be like, these are the people who she knows. But even pretty much every morning, whoever goes into her room to to get her out of her room, out of her crib. Um, she'll go like mama she goes through like the family list she's like mama bebe or nunu, and then she's like papa um so yeah Yeah. I just see I just feel like she's so empathetic and I mean I'm sure she has learned hopefully she has learned some of it from us in the short amount of time but it's uh, yeah I mean it's it's just there yeah I I feel like it is too I I think it's there I
0: think it's exists i think is it possible that you could like i mean this is maybe like a freudian idea of like well if you grew up around like you know shitty situation and like didn't feel love and didn't have that can't that go away like it's a learned behavior both directions i think you know you could say and so i think it's like the depth of empathy grows and is learned, but I think that it's something that we're born with, and, and then our circumstances, our life circumstances potentially, like, change that or alter that. I don't know.
1: And I feel like that's part of uh, being a parent and raising kids. It's, like, they have so much within them already, you know, and so much yeah. um, that, I mean, based on their, like, make like their genetic makeup like that like shapes who they are and i think sometimes i feel like again i've been in it for less than two years but so we'll we'll see uh, i'll ask myself in like 15 years 10 years but yeah i feel like part of it is is like kind of like what you said at least i feel like i heard is like um like things that are already within them it's like trying to make it so that they keep those or so that those like grow. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: you know, like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just see how, but
0: the magnitudes of how those grow is based on, in a lot of ways, like you, right. I mean, it's like as parent, as, as a father and, and their environment. Mother, I mean, right? I'm watching the show on YouTube, on YouTube, on uh, Netflix, uh, married at first sight, bro. I haven't uh, heard about it. I love stuff like that. I love those kind of
1: shows. Like wait, can among, I get like, can I guess it before you tell me anything about it?
0: Yeah, sure. I mean it's pretty self explanatory.
1: <laughs> Married at first sight. It's a couple, a man and a woman. They're a white couple. They're like uh twenty-eight years old. And
0: <laughs> come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wanna stop there.
0: Uh, <laughs> there is a white couple but there's well there's three white couples no two two white couples oh, there's there's no two, couples. yeah two african-american couples and uh yeah it's but for me like i love i love shows like that because i i love thinking about the psychology the sociology side of things of like how they interact and how but you know it i bring this up because watching the show, I see, you see the interactions with parents at a certain point in time. And you you hear about the stories of like how they were growing up and like how, you know, their their life growing up was. And then you see that play out in their relationships and the things that they talk about and the ways they handle situations, the way they handle conflict, Um, all of those different situations, which I don't know, for me, I, I think it's really cool to see. And, you know, so it's it, it ties in with what we're talking about because it's this, like, there there is an effect that, like, our upbringing has on our life and who we are today. And that's why this podcast is really fun with, you know, first-time listeners where I go through that origin story you know, we start in current day, we throw it back to childhood, and then we work our way back up to, to current day. And you learn so much about people, I think, when you hear about where they came from, and where where they're going, you know, and where they're at now. And um, I think it just plays into who we are, what motivates us, what ex- what makes us excited, and like what what mo- what, I already said motivates, but <laughs> like what, I don't know, like what gets us up in the morning, you know, like mm-hmm. what, why do you wake up in the morning? Do you wake up I mean, you wake up because you have two beautiful daughters that need your attention and food. But, you know, I mean, it's... 6.50 in
1: it's, the morning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
0: Yeah, birth control. Thank you. <laughs> works, yeah. works every time. <laughs>
1: uh, not every time.
0: <laughs> it's working so far.
1: <laughs> oh, good for you.
0: That's, that's 32 good. years strong, man. 32 years <laughs> strong. <laughs> Uh, but uh no I, I don't know I think it's just a really interesting I love thinking about that that idea and those concepts and like how you know i I watched the show and it it literally but this is me right not everybody watches the show with the idea of like putting themselves in that situation but I I like I internalize those things like that's what that's the kind of thing I like about shows like that of man like well how how's Oh, interesting. Like I see similarities in myself in that person and how they handle that situation. And then, you know, you think about, well, interesting how, you know, they have experts on that are therapists and sociologists and psychologists and pastors and whatever. And and talking to these people and I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like I'm going to answer that question. You know, like how has that affected me? And you look at, I don't know, just even relationship stuff. Like, oh, wow, that would be a really fun exercise. I was telling Dana, my wife, but I was like, that would be a really fun exercise to do. You know, like, we should do that together. They had, like, one that was, like, games where it's, like, I don't know. They had the different suits meant different things. And then they had one that was just, like, questions in a bowl where they they put um, sticky notes on each other and – they put blindfolds on and then you had to like grab the sticky note and then the person read it and then you had to answer the question with your blindfold on. And I don't know, it's just like, they're exercises, but I think they're like really positive. I think it's good stuff, I mean. I would you love to
1: do that stuff.
0: Right, like can can you like learn about your spouse more than, I mean, these people have, they literally met their, their spouses on their wedding day. Like they saw oh, okay. them at the, uh, like, at the altar.
1: And this is real life.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they like they're married. Contractually they're married. Everything's married. They learn about each other. They have these experts that have like paired them up and like interviewed them and gone through different things and like had different counseling sessions and whatnot. And they picked these groups, but um and so they're they're just trusting these experts that they've paired them with somebody that would be a good fit for them. And
1: yeah.
0: it's really cool. I mean, it's really a cool experience. And it's eight weeks and you're learning about, you know, people in a two month span and you're married and they get to the end and they get to make the decision, I guess, whether they divorce and they enter into it knowing that it's a, a thing, but I don't know. I, I've been married for going on two years now. been with my wife for, I don't know, six years. Let's just say six. I don't know what it is. We, we, we talked about it so many times we've, <laughs> we've gone back and figured it out and forget. and I don't know. We all, both of us, like you you asked my wife, she doesn't know either. So I don't feel (laughs) bad about it, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I mean, like I'm still learning stuff about her. She's still learning stuff about me. You know, I'm changing. I'm trying to adapt and adjust and be the best version of myself. And man, like I know my, I know my shortcomings and I'm trying to to work towards those things. I I just don't think you can ever really know everything about someone, you know, Mm. like it's a (laughs) continual thing. You have to relearn and and re like bring yourself and humble yourself, and I don't know. It's really cool, cool to think about, and I don't know. Just that I know this started with uh, the the whole idea of you know uh, is uh, empathy innate, but you know, being products of our environment, products of people that we're around. But I don't know. I think I think all of that plays in and, and ties into. Who we are as human beings and that's ultimately what it is is—is like understanding ourselves and understanding how we interact how we handle conflict how we handle these different things and all of those things are continually changing and learning and bending and, and adjusting and um, you know based on based on the people that we have around us i mean i don't know it's it's an interesting thing so it's a fun show maybe not for everybody but i love it
1: <laughs> i'd like to check it out
0: yeah it's cool it's fun i mean i love those types of shows
1: yeah I've yeah that's uh like what you said about how we're continually changing and changing and growing and yeah i I've, <clears throat> I've read some uh have you I feel like we may have talked about it Have you or have the listeners heard of um hey uh, Pima Chodron? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correctly she's a american born Buddhist nun. You have told
0: me about her, but I don't know much about her. Go on, continue. Let's, yeah, let's I
1: actually, I actually heard about her from uh, Amy Poehler from Amy Poehler's uh, memoir. Yeah. So, side um, note: Do you like memoirs? I love mem- memoirs because I love people's stories, and it's like Shit. I, I mean, I always have I, have, I have like a huge list of books that. I want to read, you know? So basically yeah. whenever it's like, Oh, I'm on to my next one. I just pick from there. And so I have a lot of, m- most of the memoirs that I've read recently in the last four years or something have been, um, like, uh, comedians. And, uh, I guess I've done like the Obama's I've read, uh, I read Michelle Obama's book and one the one, uh, Barack Obama's book, but yeah, it was, it was Amy Poehler. She was talking about Pima children and how, you know, she just, her, her books really affected her in a great way. I, maybe like when she went through her divorce or something like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I've only read two of her books. One was on meditation and the other was called welcoming the unwelcome, which I think mm-hmm. is her most Recent one, maybe two thousand, maybe last year. I think it came out. There's another one that I think is her, her like most well-known book, and I want to say it's called When Things Fall Apart.
0: Okay. Um, that sounds really familiar to me. So.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the book that Amy Poehler referenced, which uh, you know I still would like to read it. I've I've listened to her some like Pima Children, like her uh, just some teachings and. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I've you know I I grew up, I grew up in the, uh, my faith background is Christian, like evangelical. Yeah. And uh, so. Right
0: there with you, brother.
1: Right there with me. So. Um, I'm glad I'm. Um, I don't feel alone. Uh, and so, <laughs> so. Right there with you, brother. <laughs> so, anyways, but like you know, I mean maybe your experience, my experience, I had a lot of great experiences in general in the evangelical church, but um, there seems to be, uh, I guess this is probably a common trait in conservative and like fundamentalist religious group sex anyways. But, um, you know, there seem to be like a, uh, like certain things you just stay away from. So like, Maybe like it was like oh yeah like you can learn about different li- religions but it it seemed mm-hmm. to usually be more about like for the purposes of like learn about them so that you then can like yeah. evangelize your to faith them, better do that uh you know basically like know your stuff so you can like have a solid ground and mm. that type of deal um so I mean I've always i've since I can remember I've always been interested in people's stories who are different from me and who come from different backgrounds in me and different cultures I mean even like uh like rap music like I mean I think that's part of the reason why like Rap music is so popular in like with white kids that live out in the country. Well, maybe not so popular. It was somewhat popular. Like I taught in a small rural uh, school that was like pretty much 99% white kids. And I mean, country was very popular because that was part of the culture, but also there was like a yeah. decent amount of kids that liked hip hop. And I really, I, I was in like suburban culture. Um, I mean, a little bit of diversity, like ethnically, racially, but majority white. And, yeah. and uh, I just, for some reason, I, I just that was one specific music genre that I liked, like in middle school uh, and high school. And, uh, but I can look back now and be like, oh, it was cool. It was like, for me, it's like reading a book. It's like you get to be transported to this other world that you're not used to or you don't know about. And when you listen to the music or read the story, it's like, you're there, Uh, you you get to see things and experience things that you you wouldn't because of where you live and where you're from.
0: I think that, okay, a few different things, hold on to your shorts here. Yes, (laughs) it's very interesting how music can evoke emotions um it can like you said it can transport you into a different genre different area different time frame different place potentially you know we've seen it in you know the classic uh case study or thing with this is people with dementia or alzheimer's and how music can take them back to a place really quickly and like um have this like really interesting effect on uh, the individual. And I think that's really interesting. I think that's a fascinating concept Um, linguistically, like, I don't know, just, is it the words? Is it the sound? Is it the music? You know, like there's so many different things, but we we did experience this in our, you know, conservative Christian background, uh, Tony, I mean, worship music, uh, the, the gospel music that you hear and listen to. I mean, this is something that I don't really appreciate. I don't really like about, you know, the Christian faith, um, is some of that feels because it is easy because you are capable of like evoking a feeling, um, from music and I, I question it's. I question how much of it is like real and how much of it is manufactured, right? I mean, you can evoke a feeling when you do an altar call in the Christian faith, and you're asking people to come up front and you know dedicate their life to your your beliefs and you know the Christian faith and Jesus Christ and all of that. I mean, and you put on this music and you do this whole thing and this whole song and dance. Is some of that real? maybe potentially right maybe you do have like i i know me personally i have had some very intense personal experiences in the christian faith right but i also i just like as i get older i I question some of that and i go well i don't know like i was also trained to do that when i was in youth ministry with you Uh, In college, I was also taught how to do all of that. You know how you set the scene, you set the mood, you lower the lights. You know, bring up this whatever.
1: Bam, bam, bam.
0: Yeah, I mean, there you go. There's another example how (laughs) music can evoke like love making. You know, like
1: I've been really trying, baby. Yeah,
0: but it's true. I mean, there's a reason why UFC fighters and MMA fighters. Walk out to songs, and they get to pick their songs and it's songs that pump them up. It's I did this all throughout, you know, high school. Whether not usually with playing soccer, but sometimes, and then specifically with wrestling, I was always, you know, headphone headphones on, and uh I had my song. You know, it was uh, it was, uh, was my it? song. What was uh, it? Walk <laughs> back down, Tom Petty. Oh
1: yeah, all yeah, right Tom
0: Petty. I know. I mean, that song just, I still hear it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. Like, I don't know. I would get so anxious and so worked up that, like, I need something to bring me back down. It's a little slower pace. But, um, you know, I don't know. Music is really interesting. It, it its a, it has a way of penetrating uh, the mind and, and really hitting hitting you in the heart, hitting you in the soul, and evoking emotion. And I don't know. It's really interesting to, to experience. hmm You've you've uh you're
1: a drummer. I am a drummer that I have not played drums in quite a long time. But yeah, the
0: you're still a drummer in my book, Tony.
1: Oh, thanks, man. I um actually my first instrument was trombone in middle school. Saxophone over here, maybe. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, the old T Bone like this, baby. And uh yeah, my dad called me T that was my nick one of my nicknames too, T Bone. So oh, I was I love that nickname. T Bone played the T Bone. I know, I can always tell if anyone calls me that, like very minimal people, you're one of them. It's like, Oh yeah, they knew me and probably knew my dad at some point <laughs> yeah,
0: from, from high
1: school or
0: before you don't really or college like it, though, do you?
1: No, I do like it.
0: David no, it's just well, yeah. I've gone away from saying it and calling you T Bone because I didn't feel like you liked it, so I didn't. Oh
1: know. no, I like it. My dad, my dad is the king of nicknames. He will, he will take your name, even if it's a one syllable name, if it's like a three letter name, and he will knock that off, knock it down, make it smaller and smaller, and usually it just turns into like one letter or something. So yeah. uh yeah. So he he yeah. had a bunch of nicknames for me. Uh
0: did you for have my any sister nicknames, like, in high school? Like outside of your family, like by friends. Yeah.
1: T Bone, uh Wiltz, T Wilt, T Wizzle, Wilt Dog. T Wizzle. T Baby. Uh, I think actually Ty Ty Grant called me that, so maybe that was T-baby. more college. T. Maybe, hey Um, yeah, probably a lot more. My, That's so funny, yeah, man. but my my dad probably came up. Well, my dad came up
0: with some of those, but I mean anyway. T Bones. T Bones, great man. It's so good. Yeah, he's 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 the king of
1: nicknames. I don't remember where we were going with that. Oh, Trombone was my first instrument. Mm. Then like a year or two after that, um I don't even remember. Like I just remember my dad, uh I, I really appreciate that this about him. Like I can look back and really see how he like um supported my you know my my music. Uh, le- sure, learning yeah. learning instruments. Like he basically through introducing me to different music, different types of music. And then um, he played guitar. And so like I would see him play. And so actually, I don't remember. I think maybe I just liked drumming. I think maybe I just would like drum on stuff. And I think he just got me a drum set. And so I, I got into drumming. Um, I wanted to switch to like percussion in the band, but it Mm. seemed like it was a little too far gone. I would have had to do like private lessons and then get caught up with, you know, a year or two people that had been playing. And I just didn't do that. Um, and then like, um, I think my freshman year, summer before my freshman year, I started playing of uh, high school, I started playing guitar and I just basically, my dad had a Mel Bay's, uh chord book which is from like the i don't know 50s 60s old school it's just like it's a picture yeah. of like uh, a like a hand you know like someone like oh, playing I, playing a chord like on the guitar and then it's like it shows like a diagram of like you know your index finger is one your ring finger, is two you're you're probably rocking that uh that b Maybe. I don't know. I
0: don't D7 know. suspended? Yeah, I don't know. Either. Everybody on the audio is like, what are they talking about right
1: now? Well, you're missing out like, if you're just doing audio, people.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was holding my fingers up like I was playing guitar. So I don't know. It's like, what note fingers. am I playing? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're number one in my book too, Tony. You're
1: number one in <laughs> my book too, man. Um, so yeah, then then I yeah, I basically just picked up guitar and I started playing chords. My dad taught me like a few chords. I mean, he, from what I remember, he just mostly played chords. And usually, yeah. like when he would get drunk, he would go into the basement and pull out his guitar and just be like. Hey. <laughs> get like really emotional like into the music um
0: maddie remember uh one of our friends that he, he uh passed away a couple of years ago but um he taught himself how to play i remember him doing that dude okay so if yeah, I, I mean to, that's like,
1: basically what i did
0: right yeah like what's the i'm assuming i mean it's obviously repetition it's like learning anything is like over and over and over again i mean that's how I feel about the podcast. If you listen to the first one to now, it's, it's much different. Um, but also like music, you know, like learning those chords, you know, your finger, where your fingers are supposed to be playing, you know, uh, you know, the different uh, chords.
1: You don't have to <laughs> use the right terms. We know what you're I talking know.
0: about, Shane. Right. But like, <laughs> is the, is the key to learning those? Like you like just take get your fingers in the right spot, be able to hit it, change your fingers to the next one, be able to hit that accurately. And then it's just like a process of like speeding that up. Is that?
1: Good question. I feel like people learn different ways. Like uh, sure. I have never been one and maybe it's because that's maybe why I like drums so much because it's just like a feel it's, you don't have to, well, I mean, some, there's some people that can play drums, like almost like notes, you know, like different pitches and stuff. But like, for me, I've always liked drums because it's just like a feel, you feel it, you feel the rhythm Um, for like guitar or whatever, trombone piano fill in the blank um, you know, it's different pitches and whatnot. So like, I've never really been able to do like, like listen to a song and then be like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, Got it. Um, yeah. I mean, as I got better and better, like on guitar, I could maybe be like, oh, well, if I if I saw someone playing, I could be like, oh, I see what yeah. they're doing there. That's that's what I still do. Like I'll, sure. I think it's partly because I'm visual. I'm a visual learner, and so you know, if I see someone playing it, I, I'm like. Oh okay I see what they did there and then I can yeah. replicate it but that's that's how it's been for me it's been it was learn the chords and then I learned tabs which basically are like you know like you can have chords and tabs but you know you can learn more like solo stuff and riffs and not just like a simple ding ding you know it's like ding ding and that will be like notated or annotated um, it's basically if you can't read music, and you can read tabs, and that's a way okay. to play in a different way.
0: Yeah, I've not heard of tabs. That's a new one for me.
1: Tabaroonies.
0: Tabskies.
1: Mm-hmm. Tabatavis. <laughs> <That's laughs>
0: Tabaroni. Baby <laughs> Tabaroni. Tabalicious. Uh, you're, uh, yeah, You're up
1: on your tabs. been... Doing tabs,
0: I mean, my car tabs are good. But, <laughs> oh no, man! I don't know outside of that.
1: So yeah, I mean, that's why I like learning about Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix was one of my, I mean, I still do very much like him, but he was one of my like, you know, just I lo- I loved him so much, and as I got more into guitar and got more into doing like solos and stuff like that, which I don't really do anymore I mean I hardly yeah. play guitar anymore anyways but uh, it, it was just fascinating to me how just how he learned and what he could do you know he was one of those people that you can just well he could like play the he he played uh, left handed so most people play like right handed he played the opposite but he could play a right handed guitar left handed and play like
0: and play it's like, like you would upside down,
1: right? Upside down and play like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know. Okay. And insane. and so yeah, just when I hear his stuff and see his stuff, I'm just I'm just blown away. Um, Isn't
0: that called like being a savant? Is that what it means?
1: I don't know, but that sounds great, and it's oh. probably French. I'm
0: gonna look it up. <laughs> I got that ability over here. I'm gonna pull this up. Pull it up, Jamie. All right, here we go. Mm. Savant, I think it's like a. Well, maybe if we can get there. Oh.
1: Sauvignon Blanc, the wine, the beano. Sauvignon Blanc.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how to spell it. That's half the battle, right?
1: I just started learning uh, Portuguese on Duolingo like a few weeks ago. Pretty it says a learned
0: person, especially a distinguished scientist. Oh. So, no. Nah, I mean, kind of. But well, he, I think he it's more in like... Academic, like, like study? Academic, yeah. I
1: was he was... He was uh, He's more like street smarts on the guitar. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have to be honest. Like, I've listened to some, obviously, like some of the, the greatest hits of Hendrix, I've obviously heard, but I haven't listened to much of his music outside of like the hits, you know? I would like to.
1: Yeah. Um, do, you have a,
0: do you have a record player?
1: That is on the list of things. Actually, I would lo- like. Once we pay off our debt, I would love. That's one of the things I would like to do is buy a record player, like a turntable, with also like a CD player and like some really nice speakers. That'd be fun. And by that time, hopefully, like the the girls will be a little bit bigger and they wouldn't just like tear everything down.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I never think about those things. I don't have kids, you know. Oh
1: God, man. Like a a few hours ago, before (laughs) we 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 started, I have plants that I'm growing inside to transplant outside. You know, sooner than later. Uh, I have like a like a black like tray, right?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so you know, I don't know how many plants, like twenty plants or something. 20 compartments and I've spent a lot of time and care you know how it is like you take care yeah, of plants love and stuff plants. and uh so like anyways oh beautiful plant and so half of the day I put them in a certain windowsill because they get the most light and then the other half I move them over here actually right here and uh so that they get light right and so usually like get it before Esperanza gets up from her nap, I will pick up the tray and put it on this table, and then move it so that basically she can't touch it, or she can only just like See kind of touch it. Going. And like she, she had, we had, I had bathed her and everything. And she was ready for bed, and then like I just heard Even
0: worse. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then I just heard like <laughs> I heard like, and then like. No, 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 no. She like she says like no to stuff. That, like after she does it, she's like no, 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 no. no. And uh, the whole tray, <laughs> like all the shit, was out on the <laughs> on the floor with all the soil and all the plants. Uh, so we'll geez. see. I mean, I put them all back, and we'll see if uh, I'm thinking maybe a couple might be gone. We'll see if they recover. So. Anyways, thanks for uh being there for me while I possibly mourn. One. Yeah, while I you know, maybe start mourning the death of someone like my parents. There's always more to be had.
0: What uh what all do you have growing there, sir?
1: Um so we live in an apartment and so we have a we have a big sized balcony. Oh yeah, you've been to our place.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's huge. It's yeah, like around. Yeah, it's like
1: I mean, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's really it's wide. big.
0: It's it's not like it's like extra wide too. Yeah. So, so I like mean, that's
1: room. that's especially during everything with coronavirus. I mean, that's like our that's like our backyard. Like I go out there with the kids and we hang out there and
0: lay around. Great
1: spot. It's so beautiful because we're like we're like really. On the right on the edge of downtown so you can walk into downtown but we're like in yeah. a forest like in in the woods and so yeah. right outside of our windows and our balcony is woods and beautiful especially during the spring it's just been so pretty um so it's similar are
0: here i mean we live we live like in the city but it's like off the off this like main road and then there's like a nature reserve like spot like just kitty corner from our apartment and then like it's just this like it surrounds our whole place so there's like woods or like this uh nature natural area it's weird to call it woods when it's like jungly yeah you know? it's <laughs> not tropical really woods, woods. <laughs> there's this tropical vegetation <laughs> space it's <laughs> a little woodsy that separates between our like apartment complex and then like the Walmart, but it's, it's a good distance. And then we have that like completely surrounding our place. So we're kind of similar in in that way, but a little bit different because you're like close to the city. Yeah. Well, good old Lafayette.
1: Yeah. And there's no Walmart. Like what I like about Lafayette is like the downtown, they specifically like keep it like local businesses and stuff. So cool. like the Walmart and all that stuff is like out of town. You have to go. You know,
0: yeah,
1: like out of the downtown area. So, yeah, yeah what do I have growing? You asked. Uh, I did ask that. I uh, so because of the balcony space, land, whatever we, you know, I just have containers and stuff outside on the balcony. But um, I have a bunch of stuff uh, outside. I have like wildflowers, lavender, beets, carrots, peas, spinach, lettuce. I think that's mostly outside cilantro, uh, kale. I just started coming up, um, bait. No inside is basil, tomatoes, peppers. I tried to do lavender, but then I, I forgot about this, about lavender. Like it, it actually needs, like, you don't want to have it wet, like damp. It needs to be like, uh, kind of dry. And I was keeping it wet, like other stuff and nothing came up. So.
0: Interesting.
1: That's about inside. Basil and more wildflowers inside.
0: Does lavender need, like, a lot of sun?
1: Yeah, I think it's full sun. And then, like, in the beginning, when it's just seed and starting to come up, like, you can have it, like, somewhat moist. But then after that, it likes, like, dry, like, rocky soil. Because I read it's, like, Mediterranean. It comes from the Mediterranean. So I kind of forgot about that and – is it kind of like
0: a bush or is it? Is there a lavender bush and lavender like is, are they the same thing?
1: I don't know. I feel like it does kind of eventually turns into kind of like a bush, I think. Yeah. I, don't
0: I don't know.
1: I grew it when I had a house for like two years and it came up a little bit, but nice. I probably kept nice it to too. Way.
0: Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking. Like it'd be nice to have. I, we were talking the other day. I feel like it'd be really nice to have like a flower like that that smells good you know yeah fragrant flower that like growing in the house
1: i'm excited for the wildflowers because it's uh it's specific it's like it was this mix of wildflowers and it's supposed to uh, attract a bunch of bees so you know i'm excited to like get stung and um you know
0: yeah just make sure they're not the murder hornets right (laughs) Yeah. But if it is a murder hornet, please take a picture so I can see it.
1: <laughs> oh, I see a murder hornet coming my way. I better
0: get my phone. To check <laughs> a yeah, it's, that's Hold
1: the on, requirement.
0: <laughs> Don't sting me yet. Let me get a picture first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I have um, I have a habanero plant that is. Growing massive, like it is huge. Like,
1: does it have any to- fruit
0: yet? It's just got the little buds, you know. Like it's starting. They get flowered and like you know in a, I don't know the pep. You know how peppers. They kind of like form that little ball,
1: mm-hmm. the,
0: like little tiny marbly ball, and then it grows into something. So it's like I've got a few of those, but um. So I have that. I also took a. <laughs> I took a jalapeno from. That I bought at the store that I didn't use and it started getting kind of wrinkly and soft. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this, I'm gonna stick the whole thing <laughs> down in soil in a in a like an old soup can. I'm gonna <laughs> cover it in soil, water the hell out of it, and see if something pops up. Like, There's like a hundred seeds
1: happens, in the <laughs> Yeah,
0: like if nothing happens, nothing happens, right? But like, yeah, let's just see what happens. So I did that. I've got a husky cherry tomato plant so it's got several blooms on it as well it's growing Mm -hmm. but the uh habanero plant is currently larger than the tomato plant and the tomato plant isn't small it's it's big too but yeah it's huge that's that good Um, florida
1: weather right there
0: i guess so man like it must love it i don't know it's not even in like i don't know it's great i've got a mint i like making mojitos so gotta have your own mint for mojitos.
1: I thought about that. Like I don't really make cocktails, but I saw like a sure. a starter like kit at Target, like the dollar, yeah. you know, like spot or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that would be sweet. You could grow like tons of like herbs and stuff so you could start doing yeah. the I
0: don't know. I wanna get some more basil. I don't have any basil, but I wanna get that. That's one that's one thing I wanna get. And then um I also do have cilantro. Cilantro is weird. Like, the store cilantro and, like, grow, like, homegrown cilantro. Like, I've never had good luck with cilantro. Actually, here's a funny story. I had some back in Minnesota, and there were new little sprouts coming up, and I thought it was a weed, so I pulled it. (laughs) Because it looks like a weed. It's got the, like, like spiny, like, leaves, you know, where it kind of, like, looks and then like i don't know so i had good
1: success when i when i had a garden at my house for a few years and had a lot of cilantro and it was it was really good and then i you like you know you can like keep it like don't totally pull all of it and then it forms the like the little coriander seeds
0: Uh, and then like you can use that
1: Well, you yeah, you can dry those and use them like in cooking and stuff, or oh. you can
0: use those to plant like the next year. It still has that same like cilantro taste. No, it turns um, into coriander. It yeah,
1: that is like coriander. Like ah. cilantro is like the leaf, and then coriander is like the little ball. Like once it's like, what is that called that turns to seed? Yeah, yeah.
0: Whoa, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool, man.
0: Man, you just blew my mind. I gotta look into that. (laughs) Like, legitimately, that's, like, really cool. I didn't know that at all.
1: Yeah. I don't really have much experience with coriander, but sounds like you might have a little bit more than I do.
0: I mean, I like to use it in recipes. Chicken. It's great with chicken. You gotta be careful. That stuff will overpower. Well, well, because
1: isn't it common in, like, Indian dishes? I'm trying to think. Yeah,
0: it's a it's an intense spice, but yeah, I mean, coriander goes in like some of those curries and those different things for sure. Okay, um, I want to use, so I want to use like mine. I want to make a salsa. I have this one like roasted tomato salsa thing that I do. It's like you take a pan and you like blacken, you know, the tomato, the skin and all that. And then you like blend all that up and it's like, Got this like charred smoky like you do that Ooh. with corn and tomato and oh, so you've yeah. got this like the corn and the tomato are both like charred and delicious it's the best one like that man i made some homemade salsas in the past so mm, i don't know that sounds good
1: that. yeah it's
0: pretty fun pretty exciting yeah what um
1: i get excited about talking about plants and gardening
0: i love plants man they're like they're like my I don't know, like my other children, other than my dog.
1: Maria uh, told me that they're that um. They're like my children.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I I did the similar thing today. Like you were talking about how uh, you took your, you know, you take your plants, you move them in one window, and you move them somewhere else. And I I do that sometimes. Like I'll move my plants on the balcony uh, around a little bit so they have more sun. At certain mm-hmm. times of the day. But I did that with my... I have several cactus, you know. Cacti! And,
1: uh,
0: yeah, so I put oh, them hey, out in the sun today.
1: To interrupt you, do you remember when uh, when we did the, um, the uh, cross-country trip? Yeah. Um, so for the listeners, we went... We drove from... Indiana, South Bend, to Dallas. And then I went to yes. San Diego and spent the summer there. And then Shane, you went to San Antonio. San Antonio. Spent yeah. the summer there. And then you drove from San, Anto- San Antonio to San Diego. And then yeah. I had a flight back to Indiana, but I like forfeited my flight and we drove from San Diego back to Indiana. Do you remember when we are like – Arizona-ish and we like found those like this little like cactus things and uh, they had like the needle like this the
0: needle. cactus blossoms
1: so yeah on, you, like it picked out you the, can buy them
0: so you can buy them at the store like you can like especially down here like you can go to there's this like a uh, farmer's market like thing that Dana and I go to but you can buy them like in the store the nice thing about those they don't have the needles.
1: Oh god, I remember our hands, <laughs> and they were like it was like yeah. they were like clear, like you you could yeah, kind of see like, them but not yeah. see them, and it's, it's like,
0: like a it's like having a splinter that you couldn't get out. Okay. Yes, um, but I feel
1: yeah, like in- we stopped at a it was like a. I don't know if it was a reservation, like a native American reservation, but there were like native Americans that were selling like art and jewelry and stuff.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And I feel like they told us about those.
0: Maybe they taste like a melon. They just taste like melon. And when you skin them, we got better at it as we went on, but like you just peel it. So you'd like hold it and like try to hold it and like peel it off and then find another spot that you can peel. So you can hold that spot and then peel the rest (laughs) of it. But yeah, it was good, and then and then avocado toast with oh. uh, with honey. Remember that? Oh, that was uh, so good. Uh, we were eating like I mean, we were eating like rabbits. Like <laughs> we didn't eat much at all. Like we, I don't know, we were just like eating to survive. Like, well,
1: because so. we just slept in our car.
0: Yeah, it was and awesome. we stayed
1: with a friend in Iowa, Tracy. Dude. She oh, she, it was at the Catholic Worker.
0: I think Tracy lives in, uh. Minnesota, in St. Paul
1: now. Well, last thing I knew, she was still in Iowa.
0: I think but... she's in St. Paul, Minnesota. I think she's, like, down from where I used to live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun fact. But, yeah, we did, uh, we did San Diego. We drove from San Diego to the Grand Canyon. I think that was our first. We did, like, one long, like, nine-hour trip, right? So, yeah. We, thank goodness, dude. Think I was thinking about this. Like, I drove like eighteen hours straight from San Antonio. I left at like nine o'clock oh. at night or something, and drove straight through the night. I oh, made it to horrible. San Diego at like I don't know eight nine a.m. something crazy like that. You know, it's like super <laughs> early in the morning. Um, we hung out for a couple of days, which was really nice because mm-hmm. I could like, you know, refresh. And then we took off from. Uh, from there, from San Antonio, or San Diego, and we took like a nine-hour drive. We just lined it there. Saw the Grand Canyon. Spent the next day. We slept in a. We slept in a park. I think we <laughs> talked about this on the podcast last time, but
1: oh yeah, we probably did.
0: Oh, god, we. It was so cold, like so cold. so cold. Like maybe I don't know. It, it probably wasn't even that bad, but we both came from. San Antonio that year had like the most hundred and plus degree days like in a row like ever. It broke some stupid record. I don't know what it is about me and like going to different places and like experiencing record breakers but (laughs) like there I did the same in Minnesota but the opposite direction when I moved there like Uh, no, I'm good man. I've I've experienced the hot of the hot and the cold of the cold. uh, I've experienced it all and now I live in Florida but yeah, it was super cold that night. And we had, we both had just like sleeping bags. Or I had a sleeping bag. I don't think you had one, right? I don't, just, I don't think I had anything. One. I had a sleeping bag. We had a fire, we like bought hot dogs or something, marshmallows and like, had it, did it up, you know? And did we even like, I think we bought a, a six pack or something, maybe. I don't know, maybe we didn't.
1: I don't even remember.
0: I don't remember either. Maybe I don't really I remember, remember drinking
1: in those days.
0: We weren't even 21 yet. So I don't know. No, if we I think either. I, yeah, I think
1: I turned 21. Yeah. Oh
0: 21. yeah. I was 21. I was 21. I was my junior Yeah. We just didn't drink a whole lot. Cause Bethel and covenant. And whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, we, we started this fire. We're like, yeah, it's getting kind of sleepy. We're just sleep around the fire, you know, try to go to bed, try to lay down there. And, uh, yeah, it was really – you know what I think it was? I think we used one sleeping bag as, like, the base that we yes. laid on. And then the other to, like, cover, right?
1: Yes, or some something blanket like or something.
0: Something like that, It was that. not yeah. much at all. A sheet or – yeah, I don't know what it was. But <laughs> I don't know, man, but it was so cool. At some point in time, we decided that it was, like, dude, we got a spoon. We got a snuggle because this is this – is, Cold. And survival
1: instincts, man.
0: And then it wasn't maybe 15 minutes later. I was like, bro, I'm going to the car. Like, I can't do this anymore. I
1: don't never thought that the car time. would be warmer. I just thought yeah. by the fire would be warmer.
0: Right. And then we, we got learned. in there and I
1: was like, oh.
0: Yeah, we learned. <laughs> you you stayed there. You didn't come right away. You came like 30 minutes to an hour later. Yeah, that's what.
1: Because I was like, oh, the car's not going to be warmer. It's- it be cold. Like, yeah.
0: The is <laughs> warm. <laughs> so I put my hand
1: in the fire and I was like... Ah!
0: <laughs> Third degree burns. No. It was Dude, my, it. Fav- my favorite memory from that trip, though, is uh, the um, uh, Monument Valley.
1: Remind the- me. Utah?
0: Utah. We stopped at the Sonic before we got there, right? We stopped at the Sonic. It was late at night. I think it was like eight or nine at night. Like it was late. Uh, We're hungry. So we stopped at Sonic, got some food. we were thinking about just like staying right there, like move, like just driving up the road a bit and like sleeping and calling it a night from driving. But we talked to that couple. Somehow one of us, I think it was me. I don't know. One of us started a conversation with that older couple that was sitting there at Sonic. And they were like, where are you guys headed? What are you doing? You know? We're like we don't know like any suggestions what should we see and they were like well you need to go to monument valley like you, you got to check it out like have you, you ever heard of that and we're like no and they're like oh my gosh like drive now would be perfect like drive now drive there and then like the morning the view is gonna be beautiful yeah. like, okay okay cool so i think it was an extra like two hours out of our way like an hour and a half or something like that. It wasn't like a, it was, it was close, that. but it wasn't like super close. We we're like, okay, let's do it. We parked in, they have like a hotel there, motel or whatever, small little thing. And then, so we parked in that parking lot, slept in the car again, cause we're not sleeping anywhere else. <laughs> Too cold. And then, uh, yeah, the morning you wake up earlier than I do. So you woke up early and you came and I remember you like knocked on the window. Oh, Dude, you got to see this. And I was wow. like, ah. Because
1: it was pitch black
0: pitch when we black pulled in. in. You could see these like darker figures, but you, you didn't know. We had no idea. We didn't Google mm-hmm. it. We didn't look it up. We had no idea what we were, what like where we were at or what we were about to see. We couldn't see anything. I mean, it's like the middle of nowhere, Utah. And I think it was like 1030, you know, 10, 30 at night, something like that. Yeah. 11 o'clock at night, super late. Yeah, we couldn't see anything.
1: The colors in the morning with the sunrise and mind
0: blowing. I think Mm. you were I I vaguely remember you saying something like like uh about like I don't know to the effect of I know it's early and you like to sleep a little bit, but (laughs) dude, you gotta see the sunrise. (laughs) Like you gotta see this.
1: That was really me going out on a limb because I knew like that was taking a big (laughs) risk. Like I could have got like like, mauled or something. But I'm not a the
0: morning The
1: animal person. of shame.
0: Yeah, I'm not a morning person, people. I don't like it. I don't like getting woke up. It's not my thing.
1: I remember, yeah, when we lived together, I would be like, hey, good morning. And you'd yeah. be like, don't talk to me.
0: Yeah, shut up. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm still a little like that. If I have to yeah. wake up early like that, but, Yeah. I don't know. But yeah,
1: that I was my favorite. That's one of my. And... Oh yeah, I, See, I didn't I remember it was Monument
0: around. Valley. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, do you remember? uh There were like these wild dogs at that place. We we're like sitting out, like on. You remember that? Like we we're sitting out on like rocks, just like looking out over. It must have been Monument Valley, and uh and like we saw these like dogs come out from I... nowhere. They came up was, to us, and I think I maybe even, like, put my hand out, and then there was, like, a guy who was, like, the caretaker or owner of that place and came around and was like, hey, uh, if you guys see any wild dogs around, like, don't do not do anything with them. They're very dangerous and, like, whatever, whatever. And, I
0: don't, I don't know, remember like, that at
1: all. I remember, like, I was like, hey,
0: buddy, like, comes the
1: guard? Like, <laughs> wow. I don't remember if I petted him or, like, he came up really close to us.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that at all, man. I'm going to bring up Monument Valley for people if they haven't oh, seen it so, yeah. you know, to see. Um, yeah, I don't I don't remember the wild dogs at all. <laughs> I remember, it, like, because there was, like, a restaurant and, like, a gift shop area, and then they had that balcony out the backside of it. And I remember we went out and, like, just watched the balcony, and, like, people legitimately looked like ants. Like, they were just so small. Mm-hmm. And you'd see the car driving, but, like, it looked like like just so small Mm. um i just remember that but all right i'm gonna look it up what else what else do you remember from that trip dude i mean colorado we slept in that park in colorado yeah that was a late one too i think we went straight from monument valley because we like probably to arizona and like up right yeah, I, I want
1: to say it was outside, of, just outside of Denver. I think we slept in this like beautiful yeah. park in our car. In your car, we drove your car. You
0: it like, was ours. It was ours.
1: It was ours. <laughs> but that car, man, I can't believe it made it through all these mountains and like, I just remember like going up like mountains or hills, like foot all the way down on the accelerator, and it was going like. Fifty or something like forty or I don't know like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the it
0: was an, a, a Kia Rio a little Kia oh, Rio. there we go.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody, here we go. Check this out.
1: Oh wow! See, I man, I don't remember like that specific those those uh, rock formations. Yeah. I wish I could have remembered those.
0: Yeah. Um, see, this was like the road in, I think.
1: Oh, so pretty.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. Just beautiful, man. I just remember it was just so gorgeous. Wow. Do you yeah, remember like we picked up right
1: – I don't know if it was – it. it was probably in Arizona or Utah. We picked up this old, like – native man
0: oh yeah we drove to the bank or something right
1: yeah (laughs) we were like on the out like out like out in the country and like i think we maybe got out to like look at some like i don't know beautiful landscape or something and then there's this guy and i don't i don't know if he came up to us or yeah he was hitchhiking
0: i think we just stopped like we would that was totally like our thing we like (laughs) wanted to like that was like what we thought was like the coolest thing right it's like like, and I don't even remember like
1: if he, if, do you remember, did he like, I feel like from my memory, he didn't speak a lot of English or maybe his English was just a little rough or.
0: I, he's, uh, I feel like you spoke Spanish with him, but am I wrong? Oh. He was a Native American guy. I don't, guy, though, I don't so, remember uh, that. Yeah. He was quiet. He didn't talk a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. We, been we were cool. asking him about his story and about people and like, you know, I don't know.
1: Tell us yeah. all about yourself in the in the twenty minutes that you're going to be in our car, pal. Uh. That
0: was that was right after Monument Valley, though. Okay, that would have been that day, and then I think that was the next day. Like that day was the one that we we like we we covered a lot of ground. Like when we like our mm-hmm. days that we like rode back, um, and I think that was the day that we drove to all day. Um to denver we made it to denver like super late i want to say it was like like midnight like it was Mm -hmm. like super late we weren't supposed to like stay in the park because we thought about it because there's that little pavilion and had a little uh chimney or like a Mm -hmm. uh, fireplace or whatever and i think we ate some food we sat there and like ate some food kind of looked around (laughs) it was dark in this little town and then we just went and slept in our car in the parking lot nobody Mm -hmm. bothered us but we got up super early that morning. I remember we just, like, didn't feel comfortable with that spot.
1: Yeah, that's the key. Uh, Get up early before anyone gets yeah. there.
0: And then we drove from there. We drove, like, down the mountain, like, down the mountains. And do you remember coming through and we stopped at the river? That was, like,
1: oh, the Colorado River.
0: Yeah. We and shot, we, like, we swam we across it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, got in it and swam. it was nice it was like crystal clear it was like super super clean it was like the first time we like quote air quotes again showered like we we bathed like rinsed our body off and it was better than probably what we smelled like before but it wasn't yeah you imagine what that car smelled like like i'm sure it smelled like just bo and (laughs) like boys yeah imagine
1: what it smelled like before too you know what i'm saying
0: yeah (laughs) then we met up with tracy in iowa yeah yeah that was nebraska was nebraska was the worst just the like fields of grass yeah flat nothing
1: kind of like indiana but without
0: Grass. i don't know how it gets worse but (laughs) (laughs) it was worse (laughs) for sure (laughs) <laughs> well dude it has been real it's been really fun to talk with you let's uh let's wrap things up what do you say
1: sounds good yeah i keep looking at the time and i thought it was an hour 30 and i'm like oh it's going over
0: well i uh i do a hard cut with the audio podcast that i do at one thirty because it's uh kind of the max my my podcast like just it's what it allows me to do and i thought it was a good you know stopping point and uh you know because we're doing video it's a little bit different and i have to cool. adjust things a little bit different and i'm learning guys so as we go and as we you know alter things I gotta be patient with me and we'll get it figured out but thank you all mm-hmm. so much uh, thank you tony we're, you want to leave us with anything give us a nugget
1: nugget i had chicken nuggets uh like Last night, nice
0: for Mother's good. Day.
1: That's what that's what my wife wanted. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> she
0: wanted a awesome. McDonald's. I love that McDonald's. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Yeah,
1: I'm not a, I'm not that big of a fan, but she likes it, and so uh, you know.
0: Well, T Bone,
1: that's my nugget.
0: I like it. Appreciate it, brother. brother. Thank you for coming on the show, man really appreciate it. We got to get the music on there. It's really weird not to close this thing out with music, but. All right. I feel great. Here we go. <laughs> I know. I know. Thanks all so right, much
1: thank for having all. me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. I mean, we got to get you and Sammy on here to talk about your bike trip. That's a, uh, that's a must, man. it will be good. I, I, I think you two getting on here and talking about that bike trip is going to be one of my favorites for sure. I love, I love hearing you guys' stories.
1: I think it would be – yeah, it would be great to be able to do the video too to be able to see each other. I'm down. We just need to get Sammy. Give him a call.
0: We got him. We got him. Sam,
1: hey, I know you're not going to hear this, so.
0: Hey. Yeah, right. (laughs) Maybe you will. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Your contributions help us tell more stories like Tony's and stories just like yours. So thank you all so much for tuning in, listening to the show speaking of contributions please visit us on facebook instagram twitter youtube all of those fun social medias soon TikTok. oh man it's not there yet but get ready like share uh you know share the podcast with your friends your family it doesn't matter um, strangers on the street welcome to everybody your contribution again helps us tell more stories like tony's um, you can go on our online store, visit crazy there. You can buy items from our online store merchandise. We've got some mugs. We've got some fun things coming as well. So hold on to your shorts. Cause, uh, there's going to be some fun stuff coming on in the store and coming on to the website as well. We're going to, we're going to be revamping things over the next rest of this year. So hold on. It's coming. We appreciate you guys. Seriously. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, and any contributions, you know, whether that's a share, a like, or or uh, a listen, you know, or or a donation, that's cool too. We're we're accepting to all of the ways that you want to contribute to the podcast. Thanks again. <coughs> wow, what a closeout! What a real what a real uh, ender. But thank you all again so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. We love you. Peace.
1: It's over. <laughs> Is it? It still not, says live.
0: Yeah, it's not over. It's There's not the second over. Button. There's a second button. I gotta it. <laughs>